Welcome back to the ACMS Podcast. I am Josh, your host, and today's guest is Grant Whipple from Resin Architectural. He's one of the co-founders from Resin Architectural. He is an architect and has been in the industry for more than 20 years. We get to talk about design and architectural and what makes Resin Architectural so special as an architectural firm and the designs that they bring to their customers. It is a great podcast because we get to understand more of the concept of architectural and design. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you guys are following Sixter Macbeth's ladder and you guys are on ACMS Instagram with the daily updates that we give out. Enjoy. This podcast has two episodes. This is part one. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Graham. I'm Josh, your host, and I'm excited to have you on the podcast because we spoke earlier about like how our BYU students are so attracted to your company. And what is the culture that you guys do to attract so many students who want to work for you guys at Resin? Well, I, I, I do want to say I'm excited to be here and to represent Resin. It's great to see the feedback that we get from students and the interest that we get from students. And I think one of the things that is probably exciting as students see the way that we work is that a very high tech approach, it is a very unusual approach to architecture and to design and to collaboration with consulting engineers and with contractors. So that's the kind of professional side of the culture, but there's also a great internal culture that comes as a result of the way that we work. And I think it's, it's both sides of this that are attractive. We do have a number of students. We've had a number of students through the years. And um, currently we have two students employed with us and one that just graduated uh, a month ago. So you know, it's not uncommon for us to have students working here. I wish we could offer a lot more internship opportunities than what we were able to because we love the connection with BYUI. Perfect. And I think since you guys are so close and are like our students have the opportunity to work in your facility, they get to see like the culture that you have established within your team and also as well, all the, the good things that you're able to work in the office. Because I think when you're able to work in a team in person, it makes a huge difference because you understand different concepts of communication, but at the same time, how you're able to teach someone in person and because we understand more concepts visually and how we're able to complete the tasks that we're doing on on a day-to-day basis. But for you, when you started the company with your partners, what made you want to start this architectural firm that you knew that you were able to improve other people's businesses by design? Like what made you want to do that? Thank you for that question. First of all, Resin was established in the summer of 2017. Prior to that time, I had a a little bit more than 20 years of experience working in the architecture field. And what is interesting is that in that 20 years, I worked uh, for a smaller firm and large firms, and then a really small firm, and, and then for myself and for a number of years. But one thing that I saw across the board and in interactions with uh, peers that I had from school and, and other firms that I was aware of is that many firms were working in a very outdated Uh, way. They weren't truly innovating in the way that they function as a business in their approach to projects. They were reliant on software just to get a project done, to, to design and document a project, but they weren't thinking really about a bigger picture, an opportunity 
to evolve architectural practice into what truly belongs in the 21st century. And now we're two plus decades into the 21st century. And the idea of still essentially running an architecture firm, even five years ago, the idea five years ago of starting a firm that would run like a firm did in, in the year 2000 or in the year 1990, but maybe with smarter software, that was not attractive to me at all, especially in my time as a sole proprietor. But even going before for that, I was involved in innovation from really the get-go. Within weeks of my very first job, I was looking for ways to streamline my own involvement in projects. And uh, if I shared specific examples, I think the audience here wouldn't even be able to relate to that because it was so many years ago. I mean, this is before probably some of the some of the audience here was born or, you know, they were in diapers, quite honestly. And so the comparison is so different. But as we came together, one of the great goals is that we wanted a very forward thinking firm. We were vision driven. We wanted to be agile. We wanted to lead at the cutting edge of the way that we were practicing architecture. It was interesting to see how my two partners latched onto that idea, even though they were unfamiliar with that very forward thinking approach. They, they have great vision as architects, but not vision from a business standpoint. And so now we're five years in and, and we have a lot of momentum going in this trajectory that is incredible to see that it is fully viable. And we work extremely differently, absolutely differently than any other regional firm. And as a result, we have different kinds of projects and different kinds of clients and different kinds of opportunities. And it's really exciting for us to have those. The fact that you mentioned that, that you guys are able to bring that streamlined architectural process to the 21st century, it kind of brings so much of the texture of what your guys' passion is, like hard work and also as well, like understanding the concepts of build, but at the same time that you're able to love the projects that you guys have. I think when you're able to do that, you're able to diverse so much with different projects because you're able to dive in and basically understand what the client is looking for, but at the same time, deliver what the client loves about their business that you're able to design for them. And sometimes I think when clients are, or they're looking for something, but they don't know exactly what they're looking for until you introduce them, what the design for their building talks about them or what the building would breathe in behalf of bringing people together or at the same time being able to be the most sufficient part of a design to that community that understands what resin is to that community. I think it's so beautiful that you're able to do that. Yeah. When, one thing that we use in our interactions with our clients and, and in our marketing, we are about vision-driven solutions and we will walk our clients inside the building before they break ground. Even in very early phases, we can put them inside the building and even within the devices in your hand, you know, your phone, we have functionality in our software workflows that puts the design in their hands and they can understand things before the shovel goes in the ground. This is so important and it's so different than the way other firms are working. And this is like not a stretch for us. This is very integrated in our workflow, very visual. I remember a couple of years ago, as we started work with a, a new client, he came into our office and we put the VR headset on him and it was explosive. His excitement was very explosive as to the ability to envision and, and experience the space. And that is just part of the way that we work. 
With COVID now, it's been very different, the ability to get everybody into the VR, but we have adapted our workflows um, so that we are making sure that our clients and our contractor teams and our engineering teams, that they understand the complexities and opportunities in, in the buildings we're designing, rather than just seeing things in 2D or um, in the model environment on the computer. We want to get much deeper in the immersion for the benefit of understanding how the project is evolving and developing. Wow, I like the fact that you're able to bring that to the clients because I feel like some clients haven't seen like the new technology that you guys are adapting to to the 21st century, but at the same time that they're able to understand like the project so realistic in the way that they would feel like it's already completed when you guys are able to demonstrate that through VR. It's beautiful that you guys are doing that. Yeah, it, it is definitely an important part of our business that our clients understand what is coming, you know, as we develop their project. So I feel like some companies, it's like a, a wave that's coming of the new technology that's everybody's using like BIM, VR and 3D scanners and everything. And the companies are not doing it. They're falling behind. They'll just get washed up because they're well, not. Ca- Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the interesting thing about resin and um, where we jump-started resin is before resin started, I already had over 15 years of experience with BIM before it was called BIM. And, and so when you talk about this wave that is coming, this wave has been here for 30 years. Just because the industry is so slow to adapt and evolve, that is why I wanted a forward-thinking firm. I did not want to see this wave passing us by. I wanted to be able to ride this wave and be able to be on the very forefront of this wave. And that is what Resin is doing. Wow. And then you can see it. You can see it where you guys are doing like your medical, educational, commercial, government, and also your residential buildings that you guys do. It's just, you could just tell that you guys are so passionate about your work that you guys do. But how do you create that innovation and creativity in your team? Like, how do you kind of like have them have that same vision that you have with your partners with your team? This is a great question. And I think this adds into the culture of resin. Uh, our internal culture as a company. One of the things that we do is we make sure that everybody has a voice in our company. We we give opportunities and we welcome this. And it's not like, here's your 30-minute opportunity to express your opinion and 31 minutes from now, we're not going to listen anymore. We are very, very open to ideas and dialogue from everybody and the experiences. I'm going to use another example. One of the projects that I personally am involved in involves design of some space that will be used by graduate students. Okay, well, it's been a long time since I was a graduate student. And it's been even longer since I lived in a student housing kind of scenario. So for me, I'm a little bit removed from that kind of environment. Well, we have students here and we have recent graduates here. And so rather than me saying, well, this is how I want this, I might put out a few ideas, a little bit of a framework, and then immediately I'm going to ask questions. Okay, you know, this individual just recently got married. And before that, they were living in student housing. What was your student housing like? What was the configuration of the apartments? What worked? What didn't? Uh, What are other experiences that you've seen? Maybe visiting other places. So now suddenly their voices come in and, and influence how this portion of the project evolves in a way that is up to date and that is improving upon their own experiences and in the experiences that they're aware others have had. So this voice that we're encouraging everybody within our office to share is so important. And that 
helps with the culture. So it's not Graham as the old guy in the firm, but it's Graham maybe as, as a seed sower in the idea field. Okay. And, and we will then take those ideas and build on those ideas. And then we'll refine those ideas. And sometimes we explain why things have to be certain ways because of building codes or because of accessibility requirements or fire separations or whatever. And that's a great learning opportunity for the up and coming generation for the students who come in or for the young professionals who are coming in who don't have 25 plus years of experience. Um, We have a culture that is dedicated to teaching and learning. That is a core value in resin. And there are things that I learn every week as I'm collaborating with our team. And there are things that then I can teach and share from my 25 plus years of experience. That is core to what resin is. We are dedicated to teaching and learning. And that means we all teach and we all learn. The fact that you're able to reach out to your team and collect ideas, I think it's marvelous because you're able to like understand more of the vision towards a project and you get to hear the experience, like you said, from a student or a recent person that was just married. It brings so much of like the information when you're kind of drafting out the project or even bringing ideas to the client or you guys yourself that put something together. It demonstrates so much that you guys are literally deep in into this project project and how you are bringing the most sufficient design that everybody will enjoy in the building that you guys are able to do. And I think that that's such a great, I guess you could say networking or relationship built skill that you guys are able to do, because I think within our industry, it's so much tied within relationships because, you know, you're able to meet someone and you're able to like kind of coexist from the relationship that you had in the past and be able to build on that. And you can get a bid from that or like even a customer for that. So what's the best way of you networking or being able to uh, build a relationship with your past clients or future clients? Well, I think, I think the first important thing in networking is to know your audience. 